Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Seguin. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player. I've been vegan for nine years. I've also been able to coach over 350 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to listen to today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, I am joined by one of my good friends and also business partners, Mr. Justin the Dragon. How are you doing today, man? You know, I'm just doing super magical. It's uh, my favorite day of the week that we're recording on Friday. There's something magical about the transition from an awesome work week to an awesome weekend. So I'm just feeling super, super good. How about you? Good man, feeling the same way. Going uh, camping this weekend. Ooh, um, hell I yeah! Bought a, we bought a yurt, like it's just like a, a yurt at Costco, and so we're <laughs> we're gonna go try it out this weekend to see how it is. Awesome. Uh, and if we like it, then we'll do more of it. Yeah, we just got back from Mount Shasta, celebrating our one year anniversary. Me and the Phoenix, the Dragon and the Phoenix. That's uh, that's our code names um, yeah. in our marriage. Uh, literally, it's in our vows. Like we call each other Dragon and Phoenix. Nice. But uh, yeah, we just got back from Shasta, like hiking all over the place, jumping in the lakes, jumping in uh, wa uh, waterfalls. We renewed our vows underneath. Yeah, it looked beautiful. I saw the video you made. Yeah, it's a special place. Definitely uh, recommend all the listeners and viewers uh, check out Mount Shasta if you've never been there. Super magical, epic nature, and they even have some spots that has some vegan food. They don't have any vegan restaurants, but they have foods that have vegan options. Yeah, and uh, they're there. You can find them on Happy Cow. So the the app. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's a, if I make my way back to Canada, that's going to be one of the spots. I'm going to come and see you in San Fran. Then I'm going to go there and I'm going to go to Portland, get some tattoos, uh, and then I'm going to make it back to Canada. <laughs> Boom. Everyone's a, getting tattoos but the dragon. There, There's a vegan mall there that they do like vegan tattoo because not all ink is vegan. Mm, and so like that's their specialty. So I definitely want one from there. I'm already covered at this point. So what's one more? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good, man. So yeah, let's let's dive a little bit into your story. Some people are very familiar with you, right? I feel like there's a, a crowd of vegan. There's like uh there's like you, there's Brian, there's Nimai, there, there's Chris, there's Alex, there's Simnet. There's kind of like a little group online, like mm -hmm. everyone is part of the vegan crew. But for the people that are not familiar with you, who is who is the dragon and how was the the dragon brought up to be the dragon? Sure. Um that's always an interesting question because I think a lot of us do so many different things. So first and foremost, I consider myself a life alchemist. And what I mean by that is everything is an opportunity to learn, heal, grow, and transform. So everything is energy that can be utilized to learn, heal, grow, and transform. So no matter what's going on in life, if it's like awesome or seemingly awesome and it's great for you, that's energy to be harnessed. If it's like neutral, doesn't really affect you, it's energy to be harnessed. If it's like traumatic, terrible, bad shit's going on, yeah, that's like super powerful energy that anyone who takes on the identity of a life alchemist can harness to learn, heal, grow, and transform their ways or their their life in super magical ways. Um, so I consider myself a life alchemist, an entrepreneur, 
Uh, so I'm part of the founding team of a Stanford startup called Garten um, that is in the um, technology, employee experience, and well-being space. Um, we serve, you know, top tech companies across the nation. Um, I'm also a founder of Fit Rich Vegan Coaching, um, and you're my business partner in that. And I'm also a podcaster uh, with the podcast uh, Alchemize Life. So that's kind of uh, the uh, long roundabout answer of like who I am. Um, I'm happy to dive into my story, my vegan story. I've been vegan for a little over two and a half years. Um, yeah, you let me know where you want me to go. This is your yeah. show. Um, yeah, man, I definitely want to talk about, um, your vegan journey. Cause you mentioned you've been vegan for around two years now. It's been two, two and a half years? years over two and, and a half, half years. years. What, what sparked that transition for you to, to want to go whole food plant-based? Yeah. So, uh, the short answer is vanity, um, which, you know, I happily own that, you know, a lot of people go vegan for the animals or vegan for the environment. I went vegan because I wanted to get in better shape. So mm -hmm. at the beginning of 2020, I finally watched the documentary, The Game Changers. Mm -hmm. And for the first time ever in my life, I consciously became aware that there were vegan bodybuilders that were freaking jacked. Yeah. And before that, I thought that all vegans were like, super freaking skinny and couldn't have any muscle. Like I'm a long, long, long time fan of Rich Roll. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of like, before I went vegan, he was like the main vegan uh, person that I kind of knew. And mm -hmm. I've been listening to his podcast for years, like yeah. many years before I went vegan. And I was just like, oh, like, yeah, I love Rich Roll. I love what he's about, but like, I don't want to look like a endurance athlete. Um, like yeah. I want to look, you know, like a gymnast, like I want to yeah. look like super dense, muscular, very aesthetic. And, um, you know, kind of like the way I either say like a elite gymnast or like Hugh Jackman in the Wolverine, that's kind of like my ideal body type. Yeah. And so when I saw Nimai and Misha in the game changers, I was like, what the fuck? Like, okay you can actually build like and have serious muscle as a natural bodybuilder. I'm going to give this a shot. Yeah. So I literally was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to be vegan for two weeks. I'm just going to mm -hmm. see if I can do it. I'm just going to try for two weeks. Two weeks went super well. So I was like, I'm going to do 30 days, got to 30 days. I was like, okay, great. I'm going to do 60 days. That went well. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna do a hundred days. Got to a hundred days and I was like, screw it. I'm just gonna go vegan for the like the rest of my life. And there's a couple things that I did during this transition that really helped me really avoid all the mistakes that most people uh, make when they go vegan. Yeah. Is one, I had uh, like, a coach basically um he was unofficial coach but he's basically been coaching like people how to like adopt a whole food plant-based lifestyle for for years and yeah. he basically was like my unofficial coach i followed all the people 
on Instagram who inspired me, like who I could like really I identify with their lifestyle being like, yeah, I could totally see myself living that lifestyle. And yeah. I would watch all their stories. And this is people like Nimai and Brian Turner mm-hmm. and Simnet and, you know, Ferdinand Beck vegans and like yeah. all those like those well-known vegans. And I was like, I'm just going to watch all their stories, learn how they eat, learn how they train. And I'm going to like consume all their content. I listened to Nimai's podcast. I listened to Simon uh, Hill's uh, Plant Proof podcast. Yeah. And I literally like the crazy thing is when I, when I, when I went vegan, I, I call it the Holy Trinity. I got more muscular. Yeah. I got stronger and I got more shredded. So literally, and I have data to prove it because I track everything. I've been tracking my body fat and my muscle mass for years, like literally yeah. six or seven years or more. Yeah. And I, uh, I track every single workout, every single rep. And I literally witnessed my strength go up, witnessed my muscle mass increase and watched my body fat go down. And I literally got in the best shape of my life. Um, so I'm, so let me ask you, why, why do you think that is, what, what do you think was a differentiating, differentiating factor between like, so I'm just curious, like, what was the thought process? A lot of people, they don't think of going vegan as a vanity thing to get more muscular and more lean. And so I know you mentioned you watched the game changers, but a lot of people would be like, if I want to get bigger, I'm going to eat more meat. I'm going to go down that path because that's kind of how you were eating the same that I was before. Yeah. And so what was it that made you not want to try that path because you wanted to get big and jacked and lean? And you're like, I'll give this a shot instead, even though it was like a, a new world, right? Two years ago, two and a half years ago, it started to become a bit more popular. Yeah. But what was it for you? They're like, I'm just not going to go to traditional path of like bodybuilding, chicken, rice, and broccoli. I'm going to do the, the game. Well, I've been thing. doing that. Yeah. Like I literally had been doing that and I was always kind of fit, kind of fat. <laughs> like dead serious. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, okay, let me try something new. And I feel like that's most people who pursue fitness is they're kind of fit and they're kind of fat. Yeah. Like no offense. And I, like, again, I'm brush, I, I'm painting with a very broad brush. There yeah. are plenty of people who are like, you know, uh, you know, super fit on a, you know, whatever diet. Yeah. But I think a majority of people, you know, like the 80, 90% of the people are like kind of fit, kind of fat, like the people who are pursuing fitness seriously. Yeah. Right. Like not everyone you see at the gym every day that you go is like super shredded, jacked and looks great on camera. Like most of them. Yeah, they're strong. They have muscle, but it's all kind of covered by a layer of fat. So Mm -hmm. like they don't like particularly look, um, you know, super like aesthetically like amazing and there's nothing wrong with that i just like i'm a tourist like i'm all about beauty like and like i i know that and i know it's vain but the cool thing for me is i went vegan for kind of like the vain kind of like fitness pursuits like i wanted to increase like my aesthetics look i wanted to uh experience like the faster recovery because i also love to work out every day and that was another thing that i experienced is suddenly i was recovering even faster so i could work out harder more frequently and for longer because for me working out is like 
going to the playground. And I want to go like to the playground as many days in a row as possible. And for as long as possible, I don't want, like, I'm not that person who's like, how can I get my workouts down to like only 30 minutes, three times a week? Like that sounds like, why the hell would I want to play for only 30 minutes, three times a week? If I could play for like hours every day. Yeah. So, um, here's the thing though. I stayed vegan because both my parents have or had had cancer. And as I went down the kind of like proverbial, like vegan fitness health rabbit hole, yeah. I discovered that um, a, a whole food plant-based diet is the only diet scientifically proven to reduce or even reverse the effects of cancer. Yeah, cancer, and, chronic disease, yeah. 100%. And I can't wait to become vegan when I'm 70 and have prostate cancer like my dad. Yeah. Like I have to start now when I'm in my late 30s, now 40. I have to start 20, 30, 40 years ahead in order yeah. to avoid that happening to me. Yeah. And like if I'm wise, like I'm going to do something different to make sure that I get different results than my parents got. Yeah. So I'm curious, did that have a role to play? Because you mentioned when you transitioned, it was about like, day 100 that you brought up that you're like, okay, I'm going to like continue to be vegan for a lifetime. Was there something specific that happened around that lifetime? Or is it a combination of like your experiences for the first 100 days and then the combination of your experiences with your, your parents and dealing with sickness that kind of brought it all together? Yeah, it was really the culmination of everything, right? So like I got in the best shape of my life. I felt the best that I've ever felt. I looked the best yeah. I ever looked. I, um, you know, learned about basically the long-term ramifications of, of adopting a whole food plant-based uh, diet and lifestyle. And then, of course, I, I learned also about the environmental impact and also the uh, the 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 impact on um, all living beings, all animals. And I was like, heck, yeah, there's so many reasons to, like, stay vegan for the rest of my life. And, like, you know, they all have kind of different, like, ascending importance to me. Yeah. Um, and those kind of, like, now they're all kind of equal. But, like, what drew me in was, like, the vanity the like mm -hmm. i wanted to become more fit and then what like got me to be like this is my lifestyle yeah. is because i want to be i want my health span to be as great um as it can be mm -hmm. and then now i'm like you know infinitely more compassionate both towards our environment um which like me you know we started off the podcast talking about being in nature like yeah like nature is one of the things that like fills my like creative cup, my spiritual well, like so much more so than anything. Like I really consider like my, my magic and kind of like my, uh, spirituality is very earth based. Yeah. And so like, I want to help like be a good steward of the earth. And, you know, as a kid, like I had so many pets and animals. Um, and like, I don't want, like, if I don't have to like, you know, contribute to the harm of, you know, animals and, and all living things like that's great. Like, heck yeah. If I'm already getting in better shape, not harming them, <laughs> why the heck would I harm them? I mean, I just feel, you know, so much like 
better about myself and my impact in the world in multiple levels from animals, living beings, environment, health span, uh, just my own energy, my own mental clarity. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, regardless of how people come into veganism, it always ends up being about like it transitions to all the reasons, right? The, the animal, yeah. the environment, the health, even if you came in for vanity, like I, I told, I shared my story, you know, it's like I came in cause I needed to get skinny for modeling. That's the reason why I went vegan. Yeah. It was never like a health component. To At least it. we're honest about being vain. <laughs> and then it became about other things and, and that's yeah. fine. As long as you find your way into it and then it becomes about all the reasons, it's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's so no wrong way to get to be like, get to a vegan lifestyle. Like you yeah. don't have to like, it's okay if it's superficial, like, because the animals are happy about it. The environment's happy about it. A hundred percent. The other yeah. vegans are happy to have you with us. Like, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? No one will ever judge you as to why you went vegan. Yeah, for sure. Um, so one thing I like to talk about, Justin, is obviously we're, we're business partners in Fit Rich Vegan. And I want to talk a little bit about that because it, so I basically, guys, we, we partnered up together to create a, a finance in and money a money and fitness program together where we can help mm. educate people on their money management right helping pay off debt getting people more educated because i think that's a big part that's missing in society and mm. getting people fitter at the same time yeah. and it's something i personally i've shared this with you something i personally wish i had when i got started into the world when i got into adulthood and i was working and there was money coming in my bank account like I knew how to get fit. That was always my thing. That was always my jam, my area of expertise. And it still is to this day. And yeah. it was like, oh, money is an area that I need to improve on. And so I'm really happy that we build that. But before we like dive into deep into that, I'm curious to know, because you're a very successful person in business and in a lot of areas of your life, to be honest, even in your relationship and your personal um, development and a lot of other areas. So what are key characteristics that you think allow you to have that level of success in all those areas. I have a few ideas from previous conversation, but I'm curious to know, like, what would you say are the main points that are allowing you to be successful in all of these areas? Um, it's a commitment to continuously investing in my personal development in all areas. And it's literally something that I invest into every single day in every single week and every single month in various ways. So I'm basically constantly working on my mindset and my personal development like every single day mm -hmm. in in various different ways from reading books, listening to audiobooks, listening to podcasts, reading blogs, uh, you know, joining uh masterminds that like I happily pay for paying for coaching in my relationship, in my business, um, in my fitness and, uh, going to like weekend workshops and, you know, all sorts of things like, you know, conferences and, um, just any way I can invest in my growth. I mean, even doing things like vision quests, like where I'm like, you know, like investing into my spiritual growth, right? So it's it's really adopting a growth mindset in all areas of life and not being afraid to ask for help and not being afraid to pay for help. Because that's the thing 
that I wish I had learned when I was younger. So in my 20s, you know, I was trying desperately, no joke, for 15 plus years to figure out how to get the body that I wanted. Like, like reading the magazines and, you know, muscle mag and all this. Yeah. yeah. Like muscle and fitness and like, you know, trolling the internet and, you know, doing lots of stupid stuff. And then I finally got a fitness coach and I literally lost 30 pounds, over 30 pounds in uh, about four to six months. Mm -hmm. And I went from probably somewhere around 16 to 18% body fat down to under 10%. And I've been under 10% body fat since uh, the middle of 2014. (laughs) Yeah. Year round. Yeah. And I'm like healthy, happy, hormones are good. And like, I didn't do this until my mid to late thirties or sorry, my, 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 like my middle thirties, I was, I think around 30, I don't know, two or three ish, um, somewhere between 32 and 35, I finally got a fitness coach, like an online fitness coach. And he taught me how to eat and train. And it's a skill that I've taken with me ever since. And I'm like, okay. Um, So basically I got my fitness in order. And then I was like working on getting my money in order because, you know, I'm a multimillionaire, but I used to be $40,000 in debt, six years behind on my tax, uh, on my taxes, uh, in collections, terrible credit, And when I finally started getting help, professional help, joining masterminds and getting mentors, I went from negative 40,000 to over a million dollar net worth in two years, literally two years. And this happened in my mid thirties. And I'm like, Jesus, sweet baby Buddha. If I had done this, in my 20s, like seeked help and, and, and invested in it, paid mm-hmm. for it, I'd be easily be a, uh, like a multi-decamillionaire by now, meaning like 10, 20, 30 million dollar millionaire. Yeah. Instead of just like a multi-millionaire, like a sub, yeah. sub, sub 10 million. Yeah. Can, and, so I, I'm, just, I'm just curious because you talk a lot about investment and asking for help. And that's not a natural thing that comes to a lot of people. And especially men, men want to try to do it by themselves. Yeah. So what was the moment that, because for me, I had that moment and that's what changed my life. That's why we are in the position that we're in now in our life. But what was that moment for you of like, oh, there's value in getting someone that's been there before come into my life and help me. And there's value in me looking into self-development and doing the work that needs to be done. Because everyone has that little moment of like, oh, this is when everything started. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't like a flash in the pan or like I just woke up and finally realized it. It was like a slow thing. So I've, you know, you and I share this, but I've been like a lifelong, you know, um, fan and student of Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. And Tony Robbins, one of his big things 
is like the fastest way to like grow yourself or learn anything is to model someone who's already doing it at the level that you want to do it. Yeah. And so like I've been like trying to model all those people, you know, that were doing it. And then when I finally like signed up with a fitness coach who he was my friend, like he went um, and he ended up becoming a um, uh, like a, a competitive bodybuilder, um, you know, got his uh, uh, pro card and everything. And I was just like, all right, I still don't have the body that I want. Like I've been trying for like 15 years like yeah. literally even in like you know high school i was trying to get the body of my dreams i could never get the abs i always had like a layer of fat covering them i was always kind of fit kind of fat not mm -hmm. like overweight or anything but like you know not excited to like not be in a bathing there. suit just yeah. not excited to have my shirt off yeah. Uh, not excited to have a photo or a video taken of me <laughs> without my shirt I on. I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, and and again, it's very vain, but it's just like, okay, um, if that's something you want, like, why not, like, get it, right? If it's a desire in you, there's, there's like, you know, uh, there there is the possibility that it can happen so basically i think i had like heard enough times that like the fastest way to like like grow and scale yourself is to like get a coach get a mentor like mm -hmm. join masterminds and i was like all right well if i don't want to repeat the next like do the same like be in the same place that i that i was for or am for another 15 years, I need to do something different. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I got a fitness coach. And, and then it, it was the same kind of thing with my money story is I was like, all right, well, if I'm going to get caught up on my taxes, I need to like hire someone to help me do it. Cause like I have so much fear and negative energy around it. Like I can't do this by myself. Yeah. You know? And then I was like, okay, if I want to, become a multimillionaire, I need to get surround, I need to surround myself with, uh, millionaires. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, being super fit and being rich was, were my two childhood dreams. I mean, mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of men's childhood dreams is to be fit, like yeah. to be jacked and rich. Like, yeah. you know, that's why, that's why we started fit rich vegan is cause like, it's, it's like, you know, even for women, most women want to be like fit and wealthy and rich yeah. as well. I mean, yeah. like who doesn't want, if, if, if I were to give you the option, would you like to be fit and rich or not? Like who the fuck is going to say like, I'd rather not be yeah. <laughs> like, you think you I know put what explicit mean? on those podcasts when I upload them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if we could swear or not on yeah, this. It's so fine. I, I always put explicit. <laughs> um, so essentially, um, you know, I, I always I mean, started it for you is like that Tony Robbins, that, that repetitive message of like, yeah. And I've been studying for years and I wish I'd just been like, okay, cool. And like, even Tony himself, like he pays for coaching. Like he has like always paid for coaching. He coaches tons of people and like all the people that he coaches are like super successful, right? Like he coaches like the biggest, baddest, most successful people in the world. Um, you know what I mean? So like, it was just like, you know, uh, just hard headed, sense, but it doesn't to a lot of people like it, it does, but it doesn't it's such a hard yeah. thing to grasp. Yeah.
was that initial investment in a fitness coach that made you realize like, oh shit, like I can do this multiple times in many areas progressively as I grow. Yeah, it was really slow for me, honestly. Like I kind of like, like, so I, I, you know, I, I had my online fitness coach, um, who was a friend. And then I went and did like uh, a transformational workshop that cost, you know, like, I don't know, I want to say like five or $700. It was like a three day workshop. And that really like moved the needle on my life. And yeah. then my wife and I got like a relationship, uh, coach and that really like transformed our, uh, relationship and really like allowed us to like, you know, do a lot of the work that we needed to do to like build the relationship that we have now. Um, and really yeah. like, uh, clear the way for us to get married and for us to have like our dream wedding. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, then when, <laughs> uh, and I share this in the introduction of my podcast, you know, I've been dreaming of, uh, starting a podcast no joke for eight years, eight mm -hmm. years. And I had even multiple episodes recorded, but still nothing out there. And so at the beginning of this year, I was like, what am I going to do different? This is the same thought track as when I was like trying to like, what am I going to do different? So I'm not kind of fit, kind of fat for another 15 years. Mm -hmm. I was like, what am I going to do this year? so that it's not another eight years, 16 years total, and I still don't have a podcast out there. Yeah. So I started working with a, a coach, um, like essentially like, uh, like a breakthrough coach. And I had all these limiting beliefs that like I was completely unaware of mm -hmm. that were blocking me. And if I hadn't worked with him, I would still not have a podcast. And just this week, the ninth episode is out. Yeah. So it's like, basically for me, any area of my life that I really want to move forward, like I want to have a coach and I work with that same coach to like unblock me even in our fit rich vegan coaching, because like I was super scared. I've always dreamed of doing a fitness and money coaching program, literally. Yeah. And massive like love and thank you and deep, deep, deep gratitude to you maxim because if you hadn't like you know i mentioned that to you one day i was like i've always wanted to do fitness and money coaching coaching and you're like oh yeah we should talk and <laughs> like you inspired me to like you open me up to the possibility the true possibility but if i hadn't been working with that that life coach mm -hmm. our partnership would have never got off the ground because i would have sabotaged it for sure yeah for sure yeah it's which I'm great. I'm happy that we started. I'm happy you did that work because it's something that's so much needed, right? Oh my you, God. We, we always put such a big emphasis on how can I make more money? How can I make more money? But people don't think about the flip side of like, how much are you keeping? How you're making it work for you? And it's never a part, <laughs> it's never a part of the conversation and you never get taught that. Most people do not know how to build wealth. So, yeah. uh, most people, suffer from lifestyle creep or the hedonic treadmill. Yeah. So essentially as they earn more money, they spend more money. So mm -hmm. I've literally, I have friends, I've talked to potential clients that literally make seven to $800,000 or more a year. 
and they are two to three months away from everything falling apart if they stop earning that much money. They literally have a net a negative net worth. Like yeah. they have they they literally spend everything that they make. Yeah. And they have no problem making money. Yeah. They have a problem accumulating wealth. And most people have a savings rate, meaning the money they save every month, of five percent or less, and many people have a negative savings rate, meaning they spend more than they have, and this is why their debt keeps getting bigger every year. And I was one of those people, right? Yeah. Like I, I got was caught 40... up in that too, for sure. I... Yeah, and so it's one of those things, you don't know what you don't know until you know it. And yeah. that's why I'm so passionate about you know sharing Fit Rich Vegan with as many people as possible, because we teach you the skill set, the mindset, and give you all the tools to literally be a fit, rich vegan for the rest of your life. Like mm -hmm. once you build, like once you complete the program, it's something that you can take with you like a toolbox or a tool belt that literally travels with you for the rest of your freaking life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that's what I'm excited about because there's a lot of things to consider as you start to make more money that people don't think of, right? definitely like the lifestyle creeping up on you. You don't notice it. You're like, ah, there's money making. I can pay for this and I can pay for that. And then you start to not look at pricing for certain things. And then yep. you look at your bank and it's like, oh shit, I spent five grand on food this month. Right. Yeah. And it's like, that was just food. That was not living expenses. Like it does creep up really fast. If oh you don't yeah, dude. I used to work in Hollywood nightlife, nightclubs, um, you know, throwing like, you know, some of the hottest parties back in the day. And I was making one hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars a year, and when I walked away from that career, I had only twenty. I had twenty thousand. Sorry, I had twenty twenty thousand dollars in cash, or about twenty five thousand dollars in cash. Yeah, and forty thousand dollars in debt. So I was I was negative still <laughs> yeah I was negative net worth. Yeah. When I left that. But for eight years, I had been making one hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand dollars a year. So, like, I'm guilty of this, too. And again, that's why I say you don't know what you don't know until, you know, mm -hmm. like it. And you like these are the things that like once you learn them, you you, you are protected from yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. You literally learn how to accumulate money and like money is one of this amazing things like the more that you like accumulate the more that it works for you so i am what is considered to be financially independent or financially free meaning i don't actually have to earn another dollar in my life to sustain the my lifestyle for till i die literally so the beauty of this for me and really for anyone who achieves financial independence is all work is option optional so that way you only do work that you truly want to do. And some people be like, well, I wouldn't want to work. And anyone who gets the financial freedom, they do want to work. They love to work. We just don't want to work all the time, right? Yeah. Like it's like anything. Like if you work out, physically work out all fucking day, you're going to hate it. Yeah. Like and and so for me what I found is like kind of my ideal and this ebbs and flows my ideal like happy spot i love to work super focused for three to four hours a day three to four days a week and like i and as long as it's work i love and i'm super you know 
uh, productive and I, I get a lot done and I love it and it feeds me. And, and as I start to go over that, then the enjoyment starts to go down. And then of course, if you're working 40 hours a week, like for most people, they hate their work life because like 40 hours a week, that's like a third of your life. Like mm -hmm. most people are working a third of their, like their waking life. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, they eight hours a day of work, you sleep eight hours. So a third goes to sleep, a third goes to work. A third is whatever you want. Yeah, short exactly. Period. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I want everyone to be financially free or financially independent because then you get to work less and potentially make more because you're actually doing work that you love. Um, but you don't have to make more. You could yeah. literally just be doing something that makes some money and, but you freaking love it, but you have your money working for you, meaning your assets are actually generating enough monthly income to cover your living expenses. Yeah. And when you have that kind of freedom, the amount of power and um just like you, fun you you're operate able from a different place a hundred percent yeah it's like yeah let's start fit rich vegan if it doesn't work who cares like it's mm -hmm. not like i didn't like leave uh, have to be like okay like i have to bet the farm on this you know mm -hmm. like in and if it doesn't work out i'm screwed it's like now let's do this and if it works out awesome and if not we're totally cool. Same thing with the podcast. If the mm -hmm. podcast barely makes any money, doesn't matter. I fucking love doing it. Like, yeah. so like, I'm just going to do it like, because I totally enjoy doing it and mm -hmm. I, I get to do that. So I want everybody to have that kind of freedom and that kind of power in their life because mm -hmm. everyone to live d deserves, truly deserves to live their dream life, their best life, whatever that is for them and do yeah. work that fills them up. Right. Yeah. Because it's all different. Like for every person, like some one person's version of a, like a fit, rich vegan life is totally different from another person's and there's no wrong or right way. It's just like, what's the way for you. And yeah. then, you know, through fit, rich, vegan coaching, we're empowering people to design that life for them and to have that for the rest of their life. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can tell you're passionate about it because you get like super excited. So <laughs> I, I just, I just want to say for people that are listening, that are interested in like our, our, our financial and, and fitness program, I'll put the link in the show notes. Basically it's yep. fitrichvegan.com. Um, you can get some more details on there. You can apply on there and, um, yeah, we have a few spots available. So yeah, if people want to apply for that, the big thing I love to do, man, is go back to the conversation about coaching right which you know sure. encompasses everything else that we talked about but the moment that you realize and you hire or invest in your first good coach it changes everything to me 100%. it took me like three years ago three years ago is when my life changed because i did that i've never really done a lot of that before and now that i've experienced it i'm like game changer i should have done this <laughs> as soon as i had yeah. enough money to do it um but it's really hard to ask for help it's really hard to see the return on that and so what I want to share and kind of go back and forth with you is like, what makes a good coach? Because there's a lot of people that are going to, yes, I'm ready to invest. They invest in a coach and it's a, a coach that doesn't care. It's a coach that's just like, Hey, you do this. And then you're off on your own. And one thing I want people to notice between you and I is that we're continuously investing 
in coaching and in different areas of your life. That was like one of the first things that I was going to say, a good coach has coaches, Yeah, has their own coach in multiple areas of their life, or at least in the area that you're getting your coaching in. Yeah. Right. And then the second thing is they're actually modeling and living the lifestyle or whatever it is that you're getting coaching for. They're actually living that in their own life. Cause like it blows my mind when people hire coaches, uh, that aren't like at the level that they want to get to. Like, I'm like, wait a minute, you're hiring like a coach that's like not in the shape that you want to be like that doesn't make any sense to me. Or you're hiring a coach that isn't as financially successful as you want to be, or you're hiring a coach who isn't even in a relationship, but you're getting relationship coaching. Like that makes no sense to me. (laughs) Seen that one often single people coaching for relationships. Yes, I see it too. (laughs) And I'm like, that's crazy. So, um, Now I get like some people are in different journeys. Like I know coaches who like, yeah, they're not as fit as me, but like they've lost 150 pounds. Right. And I've only ever lost 30, like 32 pounds. So like therefore the, a different level of people. And there's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like you get to one level, right. And then you need the next coach to get to the next level. So I'm actually actively looking right now for my next fitness coach to take my personal fitness. So I'm actively like, uh, like doing my due diligence to find my next fitness coach to take my fitness to the next level. Yeah. And that's one thing, like I'm a fitness coach also, um, take care of all my stuff. Cause I don't want to, I want to outsource it. I don't want to think about it. I'm the bodybuilding style. Justin likes uh, like gymnastic ring training and body weight and all of that. And so, yeah. you know, even being fitness coaches, we still have coaches for our independent goal. Yeah. And I do, I've always done a combination of bodybuilding, uh, calisthenics. Cause I loved, uh, like, uh, gymnastics as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also d- d- have a regular practice of yoga because like yoga is kind of like the, uh, uh, the more yin softer version of gymnastics. Yeah. Uh, right. And yeah. like, uh, calisthenics is like the hardcore version of gymnastics, but yeah. I love bodybuilding too, because like, I love like physique model, uh, yeah. like bodies. Um, yeah. you know what I mean? So I like to kind of like alchemize them all together. And like, you know, I also love to rollerblade and like, you know, I do a lot of weird things that just bring a lot of fun and joy to me. Cause for me, like, uh, when it comes to fitness, like you have to follow the fun, right? And if you're not following the fun, like it's not sustainable. Like eventually you burn out. Like willpower is only so strong and it's finite. It's not infinite, but like spirit and fun. Like I equate spirit and fun to the same. Cause you know, when you're having fun, you're in spirit, right? You're yeah. inspired. That's infinite. That source yeah. of energy is infinite. But what's fun for you can change over time. So I got into like, I got into gymnastics rings when, um, uh, COVID hit because I was like, I was like, okay, all the gyms are closed. I'm going to have to work out at home. What can I do that? Uh, so I made, I just decided because this is why mindset's so important. And this is why I work on every day. I literally said, and this is why I call myself a life alchemist, everything is an opportunity to learn, heal, grow, and transform. So I said, I'm going to use this like, uh, like global shutdown with all the gyms closed to get in the best shape of my life 
Mm-hmm. And then I started looking like, how can I do that? And then I saw this gymnastics rings bodybuilding program that cost money. And I was like, perfect. I've always wanted to learn the gymnastics rings. I didn't do gymnast- gymnastics rings as a kid. Yeah. I, I started this in my late 30s. And so I invested in the program and I literally got in the best shape of my life. This is it's funny. So when I started gymnastics rings, I also went vegan. Um, so I literally invested in the gymnastics rings program, got in the best shape of my life while also going vegan, got in the best shape of my life. They like worked synergistically. And now like every week I can, I incorporate uh, gymnastics rings and bodybuilding, yoga, rollerblading. I, I recently got into Peloton. Yeah. Uh, spinning because that. again, it's like following the fun. Like I freaking love cycling, but like there's a part of me that like, doesn't feel like I've done a lot of road cycling, but I just, it's so quick to get on the Peloton. You have to like gear up for a bike and it's also kind of dangerous because there's cars going around. And yeah. like, now that I'm getting older, I'm really kind of optimizing, um, for longevity. Like I want to yeah. reduce the chances of injury. So getting hit by yeah. a car falls into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peloton's definitely safer. um awesome man well um one thing i want to invite for for the audience if you guys want to have another podcast where we can potentially talk about more about fit rich vegan like the financial aspect right i want to open up the podcast a little bit more various topics than just um you know fitness and veganism all the time that is one component of living like a fit vegan lifestyle there's other components to it so you guys can definitely let me know uh just on instagram or on facebook or uh if you're on youtube in the comment section why don't uh, we just start a, a fit rich vegan podcast and then we can talk about all areas of a fit rich life uh that's let's vegan. talk about that after yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm dead not, serious we'll be co-hosts <laughs> yeah exactly i i have yes yeah let's talk about it after so but it might be coming because it's like i love alchemized book. life but like i mean i'm down to do more than one podcast show so anyways yeah. I love podcasts. I love sitting in this chair and recording. I need next time I'm gonna turn the AC on because it's hot right now. I forgot to turn the yeah, AC. Yeah, I forgot off. to do the same thing. I'm actually sweating. I don't know if uh, you can see it. Yeah, but I'm the pain definitely. that we go through to record podcasts. Um, awesome. So one one thing I want to say is Justin and I actually have to jump on a, on a meeting together. Is hope you guys found some value uh, in the podcast, Justin. Any last words of wisdom that you would like to to share with the audience? Um. Yeah. This is something. This I'm going to share with the audience my key to continuously optimizing your life. And it's three related principles. One, you are the average of the five people you spend the most energy with. Two, you are a product of your environment. And the third principle is you are what you consume. And this includes food information, experiences, media of all types, social media, music, movies, etc. So if you want to radically continuously up level your life, always make sure that the five people that you're spending the most energy with are like pulling you forward to the next iteration of yourself. So that doesn't mean you have to drop friends. Just make sure at least a few of those top five people that you're investing your energy into every day are pulling you forth. And they don't even have to really be your friends. You can literally just consume their content on Instagram and uh, you know listen to their podcasts, read their books, watch their YouTube channels. 
Um, it's, it's definitely helpful if they're your friends in real life. Always make sure that the environment that you're in, your work life, your home life, and your social life is an environment that is pulling for the highest version of you. And then always make sure every single day that you are super proactive about what you let into your ears, your eyes, and all of your senses. So the the books that you read, the social media that you consume, the podcasts that you listen to, the music that you listen to, you want all of that to continuously just be pulling for the next evolution of you. Yeah. And I guarantee you, if you just follow those three principles proactively, your life will get better week over week, month over month, year over year. And you'll look back at the end of your life and you'll be like, hot dang, look how freaking far I went. Yeah, beautiful. Well, Justin, thank you very much for jumping on the show. For everyone listening, thank you very much for listening. Again, the link for fitrichvegan.com will be down in the show notes. If you guys enjoyed the show, be sure to leave it a five-star review. If you're on podcast, be sure to like it if you are on YouTube. And be sure to share it with some friends if you think this would be valuable for them as well. And I will see you guys in the next episode on Friday. Yeah! <laughs> thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.